0: Coming up on 307 here on DGS, Dave out for the holidays. He'll be back on January 2nd. We'll all be back after the holidays on January 2nd, but we're all here. The rest of us uh, are here this week. Next week, uh, we're all gone, I think, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then I'll be back, I think, with Hancock and Kelly on Thursday, mm-hmm. and then Friday we're figuring out, but I'll be here. Mm-hmm. You guys will all be off next week. Are you looking forward to, like, a whole week? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Just, like, for sure. Andrew, like, chilling? Yes. Andrew, when's the la- what's the longest stretch you've taken recently?
2: This will be the longest stretch because that's I think, nine days. I think it's maybe the longest stretch I've ever taken. Really? I might have taken uh, a little longer when I went on my honeymoon. I might have done okay nine All days right. or so, but yeah, I'm pretty excited. So you you obviously took
0: longer than that to go to Japan. Yeah. Did that like did that whole thing just feel like a totally like almost like a different world?
3: Yeah. Like you gone
0: for two weeks and like nothing is none of the things you normally see are there. And you're, cause that's how it felt to me when we went to Italy a bunch of years back. It was. days and it's just like you're not connected to anything that's going on back
3: I was a little connected because I my sleeping patterns were really messed up over there and I would wake up at like what was 4 o'clock in the morning in Japan and you guys would be on the air so I'd be like oh I wonder what they're doing so I there were a couple times I actually like turned on the Odyssey app which was pretty cool to be in Japan and hear you guys in real time and there was one time I like texted Dave and he mentioned the text and I was was like that's me (laughs) (laughs) like I've never been on the air before I was like they're talking about me (laughs) This is so fun. Yeah. Were you worried
2: you'd turn it on and we'd be like, and it's so great not having her here.
3: No. (laughs) Someone would have alerted me if that were going on. So I wasn't like, (laughs) you know, (laughs) that worried about it.
0: What's the toughest thing for you guys when you have extended time like that? And I would say like a week or more where you're just not at work. You're not in work mode. Mm -hmm. Because like for me, the weird thing is the, the, the hardest thing for me when I come back is my voice isn't ready. Oh, interesting. It, it, it takes hmm. a couple of days for me for the for to to like like the first day back. So next week when I come back on Thursday after being out five days, I, my voice will get start to get tired. I'll feel it halfway through the show.
3: Hmm. Well, you have a much your voice is uh, a lot more impactful than mine. I guess my voice doesn't really get tired. I have to be talking like a lot. All right. Um, or like get sick or something for my voice to feel it. For me, the hardest thing about being gone is I do get tired of being on vacation. Like even when I was in Japan, I didn't, it's not that I wanted to leave Japan, but I was tired of not working because it was just like that long of a stretch. It's just like after a while, it's like, well, what am I doing? You know, I, I have to do something productive. So for me, it's, uh... You get into that like lazy mode, and it's so nice. And then I reach my limit, and I'm like, okay, I got to get back to work. I got to be productive again. Mm.
2: How about you, Andrew? Uh, I usually even when I'm off, there's like a little bit of stuff that needs to get done. You know, I need to make sure certain things are locked in for the future and stuff like that. So for me, it's 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 finding the the because when I'm when I, I I don't take a whole lot of time off. So when I'm off, I really w- like to separate myself and kind of unplug so it's like finding the motivation to like all right but i do have to you know i do have to take care of some stuff i do have to you know send some emails send some texts have some conversations you know what i mean yeah makes sense do you guys have
0: any trouble I'm trying
2: not to procrastinate on that stuff i don't
0: view this this doesn't feel like a problem to me but i don't like just being completely disconnected
3: yeah, I'm the same With boy. what's
0: going on back wherever. Like, it, And it doesn't mean I want to interrupt anything that I'm doing. Like if I'm on a family vacation and we're going to Disney or we're just hanging out with everybody, I don't necessarily feel like I need to be on my phone all the time. It's not that. But I don't ever just want to not be connected to things at all.
2: Definitely that too. I'm not a disconnector. I'm not yeah. a um, go out to the woods and have no internet or whatever. I may go out to the woods and make sure I have strong Wi-Fi. <laughs> in whatever location Andrew's i'm just like to. i just
0: make sure i have my satellite phone that way
2: yeah. i'm always <laughs> i'm just not su i'm not super interested in like unplugging you know what i mean yeah like interested in like separating from work or whatever but not so much in, in like coming back and being like oh, i have no idea what happened in the news or whatever i can't i can't do that i don't know that yeah would, i would I, struggle I, with that
0: yeah and I, and I don't feel like it's not a, it's not a i don't see it as a negative I don't feel like it's a burden to be that way. I just like being connected. I don't know why. Mm. I guess it's because I kind of like control. So that's one way of feeling like you're not, you know, like you're still controlling what you can, you mm-hmm. know, your things as opposed to like it's just not there anymore. Um, all right. I had another piece of audio I want to get to that I think clears up a misconception. So it's about um, the origin of the use of the letter X. To substitute as part of Christmas, right? So you see mm-hmm. Xmas written down there, and I did not know this before, even though I feel like I should have. So this is a a biblical scholar, a guy named Dan McClellan, does great work. He's legit. He's one of the tops in his field, um, and he does a lot of things like this. He does. He talks a lot more about the Bible and religion and things specifically, but this is not really about that. But it's about the origin of substituting the letter
4: X for the full-term Christmas. The X in Xmas is the English transliteration of the Greek letter He or Kai, and that represents the first letter in the title Christ, Christos in Greek. Now, this use of abbreviations goes all the way back to the very earliest manuscripts we have of the New Testament where Christians abbreviated some divine names and divine titles. Normally what they did was take the first letter of the name or title, and then the last one or sometimes even two or three letters, of the same name or title and brought them together. And then they put a little line over the top to indicate that this is an abbreviation. So you have this throughout our earliest New Testament manuscripts, and they use that for centuries. And within the last century, there have been a bunch of people who have expressed concern with this because they don't understand what this is. But the reality is this is just an abbreviation of the word Christ, and abbreviations for the word Christ go all the way back to the very beginning of Christianity. Christianity.
0: I did not know any of that.
3: Yeah, that's really
4: interesting.
0: Because you hear the complaints, right? That if somebody writes Xmas or whatever, they're taking the Christ out of Christmas or it's just disrespectful. But the people who wrote the manuscripts that became the Bible Mm -hmm. used this basically as shorthand. I didn't know that. And I'm glad to know that because I feel like that's always those types of things. They can't. They It's like we talked about last hour with people not looking things up, like you'll just believe something because someone else says it and people will run with this idea. Well, that's terrible. That's bad. It's disrespectful. And the reality is, no, it's not. It's been used for 2000 years that way and was never done in a disrespectful or even secular way. It's not Mm -hmm. a secular use. It's not something that is anti-religious. It is actually a part of what was done by the people who wrote those manuscripts. Hmm. I found that fascinating.
3: Interesting stuff.
0: I might want to find it. like. I'm to, maybe I'll try to find a Christmas fact every day for this week.
3: That sounds fun. Oh, that is
0: fun. Like something historical that we all seem to either good or bad. Like you know, we should all do that. I think it'd be kind of fun. Maybe we'll make it. Uh, you know, or maybe just do it on Friday. We'll take some time and maybe find one or two each. And just, I, mean, I just find that stuff to be super interesting because you can't be taught all of history coming up in grade school and high school, right? There isn't the time. There isn't the ability. But I can't, I, as I get older and I find I'm exposed to more smart people, people who have actually studied history and have studied the Bible in its original languages, for example, there are always these things I go, I didn't know that. And that's actually kind of a big deal. Like that changes the entire narrative of the whole use of Xmas. Mm-hmm. And for a long time, I mean, ever, I mean, since I was a kid. I've I've heard people getting angry about that or feeling like it's disrespectful, and it
3: absolutely is not.
2: Yeah, it's cool.
0: I love stuff like that.
3: Yep, it's uh, the opposite of what we were taught it was, (laughs) (laughs) because I was always taught growing up, like, don't write that, because that is, it is just like a, like, even if you are using it as shorthand, you're... It's not respectful to Jesus, so that's why you shouldn't do it, but it's just interesting to learn a fact like that
0: and it does bring me back full circle to where we started with the the not looking things up. Mm-hmm. right. Any of us that have been questioning that, any human beings that have thought that was disrespectful over the last twenty years? I mean, the internet's been around for thirty years now in our homes. So basically last two and a half, three decades, you've had the ability to find that information. And how many people took that step? Not me. I just just found that out two days ago. All right, Rach, explain to me. I don't understand this. I saw the story that you put on our doc, and I don't understand it. So stealing is bad is bad as a thought?
3: Well, I was was perusing Reddit the other day, as I am known to do, and I saw the subreddit, unpopular opinion, and someone posted this as an unpopular opinion. People really have to stop excusing blatant theft of stores. <laughs> you see it all the time. A store gets robbed, and people are like, "It's a soulless corporation. Insurance will cover it, and it doesn't matter because it's all overpriced." I I didn't know that that was an unpopular opinion to say that stealing is bad. I didn't realize so that I was the in unpopular the minority. Opinion. Yes. Um, and this person goes on to you know kind of flesh out their argument and say like. They have to go on and explain why stealing from big stores is actually bad, which I think is sad that you have to even Mm -hmm. say that. Uh, And people in the comments were like, oh, no, I I don't know if this is necessarily an unpopular opinion. But people do seem a lot more cool with stealing from a Walmart than they do from a mom and pop store, Mm -hmm. which maybe those are two, you know, on the karma scale. Maybe those are two different things. But still, it's wrong to steal, period.
0: <laughs> Listen, and I'm, I'm sure that the vast majority of the KMOX listening audience already understands and agrees with what I'm about to say. <laughs> so I'm only talking to the very few, very few that are dumb enough to think that stealing is okay because it's a big company. That's going to get passed on to the rest of us. Mm-hmm. That's what's going to happen. You can say, well, insurance will cover it. Yeah, guess what? Then the insurance rates go up. What happens when the insurance rates go up? The prices keep going up. They are going to pass that on to your fellow human being. The ones that don't steal. That's how this works. (laughs) Like you're not getting it's not you just you're not just you think the CEO is like, well, that's a thousand dollars less for me this year. That's not how it works. Mm -hmm. They will jack up the prices to cover that expense. And it that that will always come back to the rest of us. So what you're doing really is stealing from me, and Rach and Andrew and everyone else that doesn't steal. How do they not get that? I mean, you, I know that, I, and I'm sure it's. Would you Would you agree, Rach, It's kind of a young, younger generation thought.
3: I think so. I Seems think like they. It.
0: I think they will grow up and change their minds at some point because a lot of times when you are younger, and I'm speaking from my own personal experience of having been younger. You know, we all were at one point. Right. We were all younger. Mm -hmm. or We wouldn't be here at this point. But like when I was younger, I thought dumb things because I believed simple things. Right. You didn't really get nuance. You don't really think about the chain of events that that ties everything together. And the more you've been around, the more you say, all right, yeah, that's true. That is just a big corporation, but they're going to take that out on everyone else. They are not just going to eat it.
3: Well, and even if, let's say this big corporation has it built into their budget that there's going to be a certain amount of shoplifting, you're still taking something that doesn't belong to you. Yeah, you're, yeah. I mean, you're still doing the wrong thing. It's still the wrong thing to do. Mm-hmm. I don't get this mentality of like, well, it's not hurting anyone. It Well, like Wheel says, it is hurting people, but even if it's not hurting people, do you want to be the person who is taking something that doesn't belong to you yeah, through I, deceit?
0: I will admit that in certain desperate situations, I know I would do it.
3: Right, if, Yeah. If, if
0: my family and I were starving and I stole food, I would do that. It doesn't make it right. And I and there are times where it is so bad that you will do the wrong thing. Right? But that's not what we're seeing for the most yeah, part. Yeah, I'm not. Right. The- we're not talking about people ripping off apples and loaves of bread yeah. from grocery stores. We're talking stores.
3: about people looting the Lululemon yes. store. Yes. You don't need to do that to survive.
0: Yes. We're talking about stealing electronics and doing all those things you can there are ways around that, so I, there are there are degrees of things for sure um and I can empathize with someone who is starving and doesn't have money and steals some food again, it's still wrong, but it's understandable when it's just stealing because you can get something cool or because you know you can turn around and sell it and keep the cash. that's a different thing.
3: I just thought that was so funny that it ended up on the unpopular opinion tab <laughs> Yeah. Like hear me out, guys.
0: <laughs> hear me out, guys. Don't take other yeah. people's stuff. Don't
3: get mad at me here, but I think that it might not be so good when we are stealing. <laughs> like, okay, well <laughs>
0: <laughs> It's weird. How much do you, like think about it. you guys are much closer to being young young people because you're still young adults to me and to Dave, you sure right? Are. How much different is your view now of, of just everything in general than it was 10 years ago?
1: Oh,
3: I don't think hmm, that's a great question. And I'm not
0: yeah. necessarily saying better or worse. Just how do you perceive the world now compared to how you did 10 years ago?
3: I think I definitely think about things more. So whereas I, I was never it wasn't really trendy you know, in 2013 or whatever we're talking about to be like, yeah, stealing is good. That we, The discourse had not reached that point yet. Right. But I could almost see uh, being uh, naive enough to be like, oh, okay, like, if it's a big corporation, okay. Like, if someone gave me that explanation, just kind of accepting it on its face. Um, but the older you get, the more you realize that people lie and manipulate and you go like, wait, what are you talking about? Like, yeah. that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard.
2: Like, I think a lot of things... Uh uh, it ultimately comes down to critical thinking. And it's easy to, when you're, especially when you're younger, to not have those developed critical thinking skills. And I think that's why so many young people are susceptible to, like, if you see someone say it, that must mean it's true or that must mean it's a good idea, right? And I think that's part of why young people are so easily convinced about stuff most of the time. And then, and then when you get older, that's when, like Rachel was saying, that's when you go, like, Oh wait, no. That's just stealing. Stealing is bad. You can't. No, I'm yeah. not going to do that.
0: And I and it's not a it's not a shot at young at younger people because I don't yes, do I don't do that because <laughs> I was those people. I remember that everything in my mind when I was 20 was very simple. And when you're 50, it's very cut not, and dry. Yeah. Yes, it's not as simple because you have more experience to draw from to do the comparisons and understand detail. All right, 3.30, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday on the DGS Means. Dave Murray is joining us. There's no other Dave here today, so you're the only Dave in the okay,
5: room. Okay, that's a lot of pressure on my I'm shoulders. Like, you
0: got a lot to carry now, so, you know, don't fumble.
5: I'll try not to. No guarantees.
0: How's everything going in your part of the world? We were joking earlier about, quote-unquote, getting ready for the holidays. How, how much is on your list? Because I was joking that, like, if, unless you're hosting a big party, it feels like there's not a lot, but... I no. Think, I think the, I'm on the wrong end of that.
5: Uh, yeah, I don't, nothing much at all. Our our son and grandson and wife, they are headed to the other coast where her parents live. And then they're coming out here towards the end of January. Okay. So we, we, we kind of, you yeah, know, presents are wrapped or they have been sent, and uh, so we just hold everything until then. But, well, I'll make a nice dinner on Christmas Eve and uh, probably do something nice on Christmas Day and just kind of relax and have a good time.
0: That's what we're doing this year for sure. That's our group. We're going to have a small group this year for the first time in a long time and uh, making crab cakes on Friday and, I think, steaks on Saturday and
5: mm, chilling.
0: Dave, are you a good present (laughs) (laughs) wrapper?
5: No, I'm terrible. If, if you put a hundred presents in a room, you could pick out the one that I wrapped <laughs> oh in a second, in a second. Is that you too, Andrew? Oh, yeah. You're
2: the oh, you're mad at it? Yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't have the, I don't have the juice. Rach?
5: I'm
2: okay. <laughs> I give myself
3: about a C plus. Oh. Yeah. I, now, I see, I would have be pictured
5: better. Rach's, I would picture Rachel, you, you would be just fantastic at it.
3: I for I always use too much paper. I'm always worried that, you know, like I'm one of those. And then there's like too much whenever you go to fold it up, uh, like the ends. You have the big
5: poofy
0: ends. Yes, that's me.
3: Yes. Yeah,
5: but that's me too. Except I, I cut it off, so you have the the pretty part of the paper, but you also have white. (laughs) when you fold it all together.
3: See, I can get mine to look okay. I just have to use a lot of tape to kind of like tamp it down.
0: (laughs) I figured out a new technique within the last seven or eight years that I think makes me an incredible gift wrapper. Ask your wife to do it. Nope.
2: Oh, that's what what works for
0: me. (laughs) Gift bags. Gift gift bags. bags. There you go. I love it. I don't want to wrap anything. I want to put it in a bag, and then you put some of that uh, tissue paper on top so nobody can see it. And they actually have bags now that'll close, and you can actually do that with the uh, like the shoelace type things that they have. You can like zip it across so that it closes. I like up.
2: that. My uh, my family and I we just recycle the we same do bags.
3: Well, because they're insanely expensive. Yeah. But
2: who
0: like? Are any of you ever insulted if you get a bag that you know was at last year's Christmas? No. Or if you I'm get more a-
2: insulted if I don't? Yeah. Right. It's like, why are you getting new bags? Why did I save all those bags for you? Yeah, I, I just and if you're not gonna use them,
0: I I don't appreciate something wrapped like by hand more than I appreciate just putting something in a bag because it's the thought oh. of the gift that matters more to me.
3: See, this is where Uh-oh. we diverge because, I mean I the gift the gift bag is fine, but have you ever gotten like a really beautifully wrapped present with like a big bow on it? Yeah. I mean, there's nothing sure. like it. You know that's like to it? nice, yeah. That's like gets cocaine to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you,
0: you really like that?
3: Yes. Okay. <laughs> that is like better than the present is like, oh, I don't even want to unwrap it. It's so beautiful. <laughs> uh,
0: and anytime I'm ordering like on Amazon or somewhere, if they give you the option to for them to wrap it, I take it.
3: Nice. Like, yeah, I've never you, yeah, done that. Yeah. You wrap it for me. That. It depends. Like
0: I, it's, I it's, see
5: I see Andrew. As one of these guys that, oh, honey, that's a beautiful present. Now, give me the bag. Give me that bag so I can put it over here so we can save it for next Yeah, year. that's exactly
0: right. Yeah, yeah, we
2: do that too. Listen, <laughs> I, keep, have I keep diligent track of all bags. The, the
0: same bags make the rounds in our family. Like every year we do, you know, my brother, my family, we all do the uh, what do you call it? The secret Santa thing. So we don't buy for everyone. We each get one person and then we can spend more attention on that one person. Uh, And you'll see the same bags every year. And that's the way it should be. I'd be happy if you just gave me the thing in a
5: shopping bag. That's you know what my son is like that. He goes, don't I don't want the waste of paper. You can't recycle it because of what's in the paper. Just give me the box. Just just give me a box. I will say that, it's, that's fine.
3: It's really nice when you get a, a present that's wrapped in, like, the funny papers or something. That's okay. There you go. Yeah, that's that nice. Used to, yeah.
5: That used to be really common.
3: Yeah, it was. When I was a
0: kid, people did that all the time. I, I thought that was cool.
3: Yeah, my my mom used to do that whenever we were little, yeah. too. And I'm like, we should bring it back because it is, yeah. like Dave said, the waste sometimes. Like, when you watch the kids just tear through all the presents at once and then they're just <laughs> sitting in a mountain of paper, like, oh yeah. okay. The uh, <laughs> the
0: effort to reward ratio is messed up there like i'm going to take five minutes to make this perfectly and in 20 seconds it's going to be shreds right it's going to be dave on this same note we were talking about this earlier are you are you uh, christmas card people or not
5: yeah uh, not like we used to be but yes we still send out some cards but it's you know it's mainly to people that you haven't seen in the year or you've seen them maybe once they're people from far away and uh, you just kind of update everything on on what you've been up to
3: Dave, if someone were to mail you a Christmas card, would you throw it in the trash immediately <laughs> or would you enjoy it like a normal person?
5: No, I would enjoy it because my wife saves them. In fact, they're oh. stuck up on the wall.
0: See, oh, that's very nice. I, that's what I told these two. Like, we do that. I don't. My wife does. We get the Christmas cards and then she tapes them onto the door that's right next to our kitchen so that when you're in the kitchen, you'll see them. Uh, and then, you know, day after or whatever, when you're cleaning up and putting things away, you throw them all away. Yeah. Um, mm. I, but we don't send them though. I don't send. I haven't, I haven't sent out Christmas cards in twenty. We haven't done it in twenty five
5: years. Andrew, well, it's amazing that, you still get some.
0: Yeah, we don't <laughs> get. We have one right now. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: Andrew,
3: That's why. <laughs> Andrew is a complete grinch when it comes to Christmas yeah. cards. He went on yep. a diatribe earlier about it how much from he hates them.
2: Mailman's hands to my mailbox to my hands to the trash.
5: Just one straight line. Yeah, one
2: straight line. Yeah, you know what? Uh, it doesn't count for much.
5: Oh I hope for, uh, now, What do you guys, in my opinion, uh, what do you guys think about the person, male or female? You give them a nice wrap present, maybe a bow on it, and they're meticulous on unwrapping it. It takes like ten minutes to unwrap the box. Right? you have a look? Yeah.
3: I'm thinking about, <laughs> you know what I'm thinking about is my, <laughs> my baby niece who, yeah. like, <laughs> it's not that she's meticulously doing it. She just can't rip the paper off all of Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that's yeah. different. And that's like, different. But you're watching and you're just like, oh, this is so cute. And then, you know, a minute in, you're like, all right, rip it all off. Yeah. Like, that's kind of how <laughs> I am with the meticulous yeah. unwrappers, too. Like, this is really nice that you love the paper, going. but this has taken a while. Let's go.
0: <laughs> Do you guys know anybody that saves the paper?
5: No, that one I don't know. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, I don't no. either.
0: I, I know of people that have done that, but I don't know anybody that does. But and I
5: think that's the reason why they'll be very slow at ta- you know mm-hmm. they don't want to yeah. rip the paper. They want to, like a surgeon, you know, take it apart so you can save it.
0: That's a that was a spinoff of the Madonna song, like a surgeon. That was the Weird Al version. It was. <laughs> that's right. It was. it was. I'm not even kidding. What it was?
3: was the Weird Al. What was for the very first time in the uh, song?
2: I don't know. That's a good uh, question. I think it's for the very first time. No, oh, no, but like, what? Like, uh, like, like a, a surgeon. surgeon cutting for the. Very yeah, something <laughs> like that. <laughs> I believe that's exactly it. Not that I've heard that song 700 times or anything. <laughs> uh, let's
3: Not that here. I yep. didn't listen to anything oh, yeah, but it is, Weird Al it it until
0: uh, I was... It's cutting for the very first time. Yep. Organ transplants are my line.
3: I'm glad that people like <laughs> Weird Al, but he's just never. Appealed to me in any way. Oh, it I'm sorry if you're listening, Al, but I just—it it
0: doesn't to me as an adult. As a kid, I thought it was hilarious.
2: It still so appeals yeah. to me. Yeah. An adult.
0: <laughs> as a kid, it made me laugh. But yeah, right now when you're looking at that, you're like, that's really dumb. <laughs> it's
3: a little silly. <laughs> All right,
0: Dave. Let's get to business. It was cold, it was cold and windy today. Is this going to yes, last? Yes, it
5: is. No, tomorrow's not windy, but it's still going to be kind of cold, and then it goes away for a while. We had wind gusts that kind of averaged 35 to 45 today, and it's cold, temperatures in the upper 30s, so wind chills are right around 28, 29 or so. But crystal clear skies tonight, windy up until about 10 o'clock, so keep that in mind for evening plans. Temperatures will be dropping quickly through the 30s. We're going down to 19. That's the coldest we've been since late November so we're going to feel it and you're really going to feel it when you go out the door in the morning but Tuesday lots of sunshine light wind chilly day 45 lots of clouds Tuesday night 32 that's the southerly flow coming back Wednesday a south breeze 55 degrees with a mix of clouds and sunshine lots of clouds on Thursday 55 next shot of rain all rain Thursday night and Friday another shot of rain Saturday night and Sunday if you're dreaming of a white Christmas, that's all you're going to be doing.
0: <laughs> uh, Hate to break it to you. I'm yet. like the only one Ooh. that doesn't mind that. I'm yeah, okay. I don't mind I'm okay it. with a green Christmas.
5: Now, you funny. know what? We had, we had. I can't remember the year. probably mm, 10, 12 years ago. We had a snow on Christmas Eve, and it was about a three or a four inch, really light, dry, fluffy snow. That was an awesome, awesome snow. For Christmas Eve.
0: I can take that, especially since we're not all working on Christmas Day. We can live with that. Unfortunately, it doesn't sound like that's going to be the case this year. Nope. Nope. All right. Rachel, got some headlines?
3: I sure do. Headlines is brought to you by Schnucks. Find hundreds of exclusive digital offers and coupons with the Schnucks Rewards app. So Sandra Day O'Connor is lying in repose at the Supreme Court. She's going to be honored this week. In Washington, D.C., she will be in the Great Hall until 8 o'clock this evening, 7 o'clock our time, followed by a funeral service Tuesday at the National Cathedral. She was, of course, the first woman ever to serve on the Supreme Court. She died December 1st at the age of 93. Um, Donald Trump has promised to bring the country back from hell. Did you guys see this quote from over the weekend? He said, uh, Joe Biden is a low IQ individual. He is truly the worst, most incompetent and most corrupt president in the history of our country. But with your vote in this election together, we're going to save America and we're going to bring our country back from hell. It's in hell, in hell. Not one thing has gotten better under crooked Joe Biden. So that's a campaign promise from former President Donald Trump.
2: (laughs) The three got to me. The three in hell. (laughs) In hell. In hell.
3: In hell.
0: In hell. Hey, honestly, if this is hell, send me. I got my video yeah, I was games, gonna say movies, like good food. I'm, I'm good, man.
3: The country isn't perfect. And there's a lot of things we can improve on, but I would not describe it as hell by any stretch of the imagination. But that's just me. Speaking of President Biden, a vehicle hit his motorcade. Yeah. Uh, did you
0: guys see yeah. the video of this? I did not yeah. see the video. Yeah. yeah. You can hear the other car slamming into the Secret Service car. It's not on screen, and then the cameras that were there to to watch Joe Biden walk out of the building into his motorcade, oh, okay. they they turned and looked, and you could see it was a dude crashed into it. I didn't do any I didn't see any follow up. Is there any follow up to that? Uh,
2: DUI. I believe he's been charged with a DUI, yeah. which yeah. is very funny to think about somebody like just trying to like make it home they shouldn't be driving they're too drunk to drive they're just trying to make it home <laughs> and then they run into the run into
5: secret yeah. service
3: <laughs> well the worst that could happen yeah, like, yeah. Not, like
5: i'm gonna crash into the president and then sure i enough, mean <laughs> two things struck me first of all how they swarm that car yeah that guy and, and you see him in the video he just puts his hands up like I am in so much trouble. Yeah, he's like well, he's well, like,
0: "Well, wait a minute. Everybody's got guns.
2: Gone and
5: done <laughs> the, it now, I guess." The other weird thing that hit me, and maybe it's just me, is the camera. You know, showed Joe like looking to see where that noise came from. Secret Service guys are all looking, and then the Secret Service guys are like, "Hey, you know what? We better get you in the car." Yeah, there was a yeah. little
0: delay there, wasn't there? Yeah, was like, and oh.
5: then, but but the weirdest thing was as Joe gets to the car you know, it's like an Escalade or something, whatever they drive, he had, he stood up on the railing and his head went above the car. And it's like, you know, if this was a problem, Joe, you are now the target. Yeah, Yeah. Joe, put your head down. You are by far. Yeah, Yeah, I know. I I was amazed at that on how they got (laughs) him into the car.
0: You're right. I remember that part of the video where, like, they're starting to shove him in, but, like, the top of his head is still sticking up above the car. (laughs) Yeah. Duck down and get in there, dude. Uh (laughs) You don't know what's going on. (laughs) Turned out okay, but it could have been terrible. Yes. Dave, thanks so much, buddy. We'll talk to you tomorrow. You got it. All right, so coming up top of the hour, we get our Sweet 16. Skip Weber will be in, and uh, we're doing the Sweet 16 of cookies. It's kind of not – they're not necessarily holiday ones, although they could be. Um, but just – I don't know. It's a cookie,
2: time of year. I like the way you said it. Cookies.
0: Cookies. You <laughs> like cookie. Cookies. We'll be doing that coming up after the top of the hour. Uh, Rach, you got some more headlines?
3: I sure do. Okay. Caution is being urged for holiday travel for people with dogs. The Department of Agriculture is urging dog dog owners to be aware of a mystery illness that is sweeping the nation. This illness affects dogs' respiratory systems, and the disease is untreatable with typical medicines. So watch out. Hmm. Sorry to be so vague, but that's all the information I have.
0: Do not like.
3: Do not like either. So be careful with your doggies out there, people. The Fort Lauderdale airport was evacuated. Things are getting back to normal now. uh, But there was an evacuation of the upper level of Terminal 1 yesterday. Reports indicate a man with a bag at a checkpoint made some sort of reference about a bomb don't do that at the airport under any circumstances. The upper upper level of the terminal was evacuated as a precaution, which led to a gridlock outside of the airport. It has since resumed normal operations. Mm. And how mad are you if you're trying to get on a flight somewhere and you find out that this happened? Whether or not Someone is trying to make a joke, or they're trying to push the boundaries, or whatever. It just ugh, the think worst about, kind of person. Think
0: about the chain of events too, right? So everybody's getting pushed out, which is delaying all of those flights, and that's going to delay everything that comes after it. Mm-hmm. Not to mention how many people get stuck outside and miss their flight just because it's so backed up. I hate people. <laughs> Me
3: too. How powerful is Cox
0: Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas